Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? Hey, man, y'all got beer still? Y'all got beer still? Y'all ain't out, are y'all? Broadcasting live from the Booze League headquarters, 16.0 ounces on the dial. The Commish Wiley Withers, Coley Wyman, Sandro Arvalo. This is the Boozecast. Catch up on what you missed online at boozeleague.com and on your mobile device on iHeart or iTunes. All right, let's get it started. In some of my songs, I have casually mentioned the fact that I like to drink beer. I only had one beer this, this weekend. Wait, seriously? Just one. And it was not even like an admirable beer. Oh, wow, that's unfortunate. So you sacrificed your one beer for the weekend for a aluminum can of Bud Light at the MGM Grand. But scratcher! That's really sad. <laughs> it was really sad. Womp womp. Well, you know, life is not a fairy tale. If you lose your shoe at midnight, you are drunk. <laughs> Or if you find a shoe. Or if you find a shoe <laughs> and put it on. Find this shoe. You're both lucky and drunk, which is not a bad thing to be either. Welcome into Draft 39, where if you're drunk, you're lucky enough to be listening, because we'll be a whole lot funnier. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we got a How's Your Week is back. Uh, we got a, a lot of booze line news from a very specific country today, which is very exciting. Ooh. Speaking of countries, we're going to Oktoberfest with Sandro. Country. Cole is going to talk about things you don't remember when you're drunk. How do you remember that? Well, it it's not things that you remember. It's what actually <laughs> what, it's what actually happens when you black out. Gotcha. And we have a new uh, Charlie Sheen Award winner in the old uh, oh booze and tug. I'm scared. I oh. hope it isn't me. But I yeah, I'm, just, I'm not happy with what I'm seeing in the old booze and tug. Uh, yeah, 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 booze yeah, League yeah, yeah. has got to step it up. Oh, Jesus. I was already tinkering me. right now while we were talking about were you? ourselves. Oh, yeah. It might be me. <laughs> You ever oh, see? No. So you never watched the league, right? Oh yeah, I watched it. So you, you know the stinker tinker? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who who doesn't do that? Who doesn't? Yeah. You know. <laughs> I know I do. <laughs> I hate to put that image in everybody's head, but Lord knows that I do. But um, yeah, so if we're gonna get through today, I think we probably have to get to some beer. Beer is a fermented beverage made with cereals and w- w- water. The beer of the day. Beer of the day. This is what's flowing now out of the Beermatic 5000. By the way, I did try to kill that keg mm. of Blazing World. Mm, so good. And I'm still hungover from Sunday when I tried it. <laughs> I swear to God, I didn't drink a thing yesterday. Even today, like I, I took a few sips of beers, we we're setting up, and I'm like, good Lord. Yeah. Um, I, I, I kind of forgot the fact that Blazing World is 6.8%. Um, so Alcohol. Yeah, so that happened. It's a heavy one. Yeah, definitely not a session beer. No, so we have a little bit of that left. Did you call in reinforcements, or was it just all you? Well, you yeah, and Darbs? There were a few. Re- yeah. <laughs> the Darbs. Sadly, the Darbs are not a big fan <laughs> of the blazing world on, in mass quantities. Somehow my dog knows how to be more temperate uh, than I do gotcha. uh, with herself. So anyways, but today's beer of the day, in celebration of the time of the year, my favorite, or one of my favorite times oh, of the year, from Sierra Nevada, we have their annual 2018 Oktoberfest. It's a Marzen beer, as most uh, fest beers are. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's 6% alcohol. Alcohol! Uh, IBUs are 20 and an untapped of 3.81 with 16,000 ratings so far. Mm. 
Quick fun note about that. This is a collab with Bavaria's Weinstefan. So okay. one of the original Oktoberfest beers is actually the world's oldest brewery. And they went to a collab with them for its 2018 take on the classic German Oktoberfest. Weinstefaner, which is Weinstefan's fest beer for Oktoberfest, only has a 3.52 rating oh. on Untapped. Huh. So apparently uh, Americans do not respect the tradition Yikes. of the world's oldest brewery as much as everyone else. Crazy. But here's what else that uh, Sierra Nevada has to say about this beer. It's a malt backbone is balanced by subtle hop character in this crisp, clean, and drinkable crowd pleaser. Nothing captures the spirit of celebration like an Oktoberfest fest beer among friends. Mm. Friends? Yeah, it's easy cheers. to drink. Cheers. Yeah. <laughs> cheers, cheers, everybody. And speaking of that, um, round one has never sounded more appropriate. Mm. Round one. Yup. I think I'll have a beer. Hey, Bobby, Say my name. Yeah. Hey, Bobby. Uh, hey, what do you guys think? I think it's, uh, it's a beer. Okay. It's, it's, it's not capable. a fan. Is uh, no, no. It's good. I mean, I wouldn't. It's not the worst beer. Not the best beer. It's right in the. Are you right in the wheelhouse? Are you not like an Oktoberfest? I do. I like our, you know or? what though? Um I've had a lot of the Marzen. I like the more kind of I don't know, the caramel Carmel- ones? Yeah, where it's like um just a little a little lighter. This is okay. this would be on the caramely side. Oh. So, but it's good notes. It's easy drinking. I thought the notes from Sierra were very accurate. And it's cool that mm-hmm. it's a collab with those guys. Old school. That, that really ties it in, which is cool. Yeah, I think uh, two years ago was my favorite Oktoberfest that Sierra Nevada's put out. And I don't gotcha. remember. I think last year was uh, Bita Haas. I'm yeah, uh, just like curiously, because like, they have to source everything every year. Obviously, it has to stay fresh, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's it's interesting how every every year has a different take on it. Some are a little bit more than others, you know, but sure. it's interesting. What do you think, Coley? I enjoy it. It's smooth. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> Good finish. <laughs> Not quite the response a Blazing World got, but you know. Yeah. Well, it. Blazing World is the jam. That is true. It is. It I is mean, for an Oktoberfest, this is good. I'm kind of with Sandro. I like them a little bit lighter. Mm-hmm. What's the one that we? Oh, duh. At um, Fig Mountain Figtoberfest, their Figtoberfest beer was lighter, and oh, I yes. drank that all damn day. I drank like ten uh, of those things out of a mug. Out of a mood. <laughs> Delicious. Out of a mood. So that Let's one go. was a little bit lighter, so I, I, I like. Yeah. But this is real, it's a good beer. All right, so a quick thing. Uh, let me just play it real quick for you. Just, just round one. I'm only going to play a little sample of this real quick. Round one. <laughs> yup. I think I'll have a beer. So that's actually, uh, obviously, it's played often at Oktoberfest mm-hmm. out there. Most of our rounds all come from uh, a handful of different songs. We actually have three songs that make up the rounds. And I was actually looking for Song of the Day. I was thinking, well, maybe I'll do, you know, some, some insight on the rounds because they're all Oktoberfest songs. We got some Oktoberfest from Sandro. We got Oktoberfest oh, beer pouring. Yeah. Um, I decided, though, because I couldn't find enough uh, material on it, and I didn't want to bore everybody. But uh, I did find what that song is uh, saying. It's a cellier or a cellier. It's about a goat that won't, or no, a donkey that will not go home. That's the best. And so if everyone, if anyone's wondering what that is, that hey, Baba, it's hey, Baba Reaver. Because I guess the goat's hanging, or the donkey's hanging by the river and will not go home. Hey, Babalo. 
So, anyways, a uh, quick uh, little note there. That's cute. There you go. Well, donkeys are very stubborn. Uh, round two is Ein Prosit. Ein Prosit's about, uh, you know, I salute you and your health and the times we're having together, which pretty damn good thing right mm-hmm. there. Hell yeah. And uh, the last two rounds are actually pieces of uh, Hans zum Himmel. Hans zum Himmel, which means uh, hands to the sky, basically, or hands of God, mm. which is uh, everyone puts down their beers during Oktoberfest, and when this song comes on, everyone's raising it up, singing Ale, which basically means, you know, raise or and having a good time so listen for those throughout the draft uh, as we get through there we actually got the round in today nice right on. nice everyone drink everyone drink <laughs> all right anyone else you got thoughts about uh oktoberfest uh it's, it's good it's tasty that's you know it's just super easy to drink i gotcha Super easy. I bet it's a nice little break after the uh, 6.8, right? And it the, is. Uh, it is. But the problem is I on Sunday I was doing that and then got the call or the text from beer tender Jeff to go literally a few blocks away to the Manhattan Beer Garden. Um, and, well, it's, what do they call the beer garden? The Madison Beer Garden mm-hmm. at the Manhattan here locally in town where I had a whole bunch of this Oktoberfest. So, okay. Oh. And that's kind of what set it off. <laughs> did you Uber there or did you walk? I Ubered. Good job. Yeah. I mean, come on. Come on. I felt kind of lazy. You didn't want to fall. <laughs> Thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm literally playing at the hole in my jeans from the, from St. Patrick's <laughs> Day, so <laughs> it's there as a constant reminder. <laughs> nice. All right. Uh, song of the day. Music remix. Alcohol makes a big man small and can lead to a life of crime. The song of the day. Ready now, ready now, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna fall back down now. Oh, right. I'm taking on, take it on me, take it on me, mm, baby. Oh, All right. I ever ask, ever ask, are you gonna, are you gonna be my lover? Tonight, but take it with, take it with me, take it with me, mm. What if I left, then it made no sense. And you tell your friends and they hold your hands, baby, never mind, never mind. Never mind, never mind. If I left, then it made no sense And you tell your friends and they hold your hands Baby, never mind, never mind Never mind, never mind all right, so this song is called Nevermind. You've probably heard him sing a few times. Nevermind. Uh, this is by an artist named Dennis Lloyd. He is an Israeli musician, producer, singer, songwriter, and multi-instrumentalist. Hmm. Dennis Lloyd, as you can probably guess, is not really an Israeli-type name. And he's, that is his <laughs> stage name. Uh, for His real name is Nir Tabor. He says that I decided to choose a stage name two and a half years ago. I just wanted something to be catchy and be easy processing. I, I, I feel like you probably could have chose something that's a little more memorable than Dennis Lloyd. I mean, that could be literally anybody. Um, <laughs> searching for him online, I had to make sure to put the song name in in order to pull him. <laughs> what are Dennis Lloyd's out you there? You got to call those like background checks and yeah. stuff. Coming <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> um, but uh, trumpet's the first instrument that he learned way back at the tender age of eight. Uh, at age 13, he stole his sister's guitar and started recording music with a USB mic and a computer. Kurt Cobain is one of his biggest influences in Nirvana's Nevermind. Nevermind. Same album. Oh. Uh, As the name shares a a title with this song. I know you don't really hear a whole lot of Nevermind in this. No. But apparently it uh, really influenced him. It's in there deep. Maybe it's, yeah, you really (laughs) got to be stoned if you're going to be listening to this and there's some Nevermind in there. 
Um, but this song, this Nevermind, was released back in 2016, hit the top of the charts in multiple countries overseas, already certified gold in Italy, Canada, Germany, and Switzerland, and 200 million plays on Spotify. Just kind of getting big over here, though. That's cool. Just actually making the tour. But, um, yeah, she always got all kinds of cutting edge artists that are like, you know, making their way over here, which is rad. That's awesome. I try and I try and get something that you may not have heard, you know, expose. Yeah. I don't think I've really heard one of the artists that we really done on here. Yeah. Well, you heard one, Metallica. <laughs> Metallica, yeah, you got me. Metallica. And, and, uh, well, you've heard Twenty One Pilots, right? Uh, I, it sounds kind of familiar, but I've never uh. heard any of the music though. No, I try and get stuff that's kind of up and coming, and you that's know. Cool. I was talking to Coley about it last week about I might do away with the with the song of the day only because I worry about copyright issues. Mm. But I also really like the idea of exposing people to, to music that's just and you guys can bring in songs as well. Like, you know, what's yeah. what have you heard that you like? Let's expose it. But, nice. you know, just for the record, I'm just going to say this right now. We don't own this music. And, uh, we're not pretending we're not that we do. Like we we're do. Not, we're not yeah. to, Please don't turn us in. Go out and find it on uh, your own. And if you want to find Dennis Lloyd more of his music, actually go to Dennis Lloyd Music. There you go. Com. He is on tour. He came through LA back in June. Um, so I don't, you know, I don't know where he is currently, but go, go check it out, and maybe you can find out. That's cool. So, uh, Sandro. Yes. How was your week? It was pretty good, man. Uh, thank you for asking. I appreciate that. Hey, man, I'm here for you. Uh, let's see here. Last week, uh, I celebrated the anniversary uh, with my wife. My wife. <laughs> Congratulations. How, do I not have How a many years? For that? 14. <gasps> wow, that's a long time. That's a long Congratulations. Time. Thanks. Um, we went and saw Leon Bridges at the Santa Barbara Bowl. It was awesome. Nice. Oh, cool. it. Yeah. Um, it was an amazing show. Who's Great Leon seats. Bridges? He's just like a soulful act, pretty young dude, has a really good band, uh, has some pretty like popular songs that I've heard on KCRW or in, mm. like on that whole thing that they do. Um, but definitely worth checking out if you haven't heard him. It's right up your alley. It's like right into like awesome. all this other stuff that you've been listening to. Leon Bridges, I'm yeah. in. And of course, had to hit up the links. I've been golfing. Uh, River Ridge Golf Club is beautiful. And uh, that's always a good time. And then uh, California Beer Fest. <laughs> yeah, they're playing some golf, are Oh, uh, dude, come on. That's what I do. Go then, playing golf and you're going to like it. I love it. Uh, California Beer Fest was really cool, too. Um, we had to uh, – man, where do I even start? Okay, so Cezanne Inez is one of this this awesome beer that our uh, marketing team was able to bring down from Firestone. And it's something that I've never tried. And it's Cezanne available. Inez. Yeah. That's a really cute okay. play yeah, on it's like a, It's like a barrel-aged Cezanne, and it's amazing. It's 6.8 as well, too. And, mm. man, it drinks so good. Really? So, yeah. So that sounds awesome. Had a few of those. Said hi to a lot of really cool people, um, including Mr. Tug. Oh. Mr. Doug Jones. Oh. Is that the full pronunciation of it? Did I get it right? Yeah, <laughs> I, I think that's uh, close enough. Gentlemen. Dude, so I went and saw it up to him. I was like, hey, man, are you checking your phone? Because it was Sunday morning, you know, <laughs> trying to trying to like, you know, psych out the competition a little bit. <laughs> but it, it was. It, we had a great time. We broke out. It was awesome. Very um, cool. And he gave me this killer little detail, dude. I thought it was so fucking funny. Um, when we were uh, the droopy arm, armless, the droopy, droopy can, can armless. Can you play that for us? Yeah, you bet I can. Droopy-eyed, armless children. So a couple of uh, drafts ago, I said dot .com, right? And it was just being a total jackass. <laughs> yeah. So he went out and heard after he heard that, checked to see if that you know if that site was available and bought it. So now no he owns. <laughs> Salute to that. Actually, he told me about it too. Children.com. That's amazing. And if you click it, it goes to the unfiltered gentleman. Yeah, totally. That's amazing. <laughs> so props to Greg. Armless children. I love it. Awesome. Well done. 
That's some excellent trolling right yeah, there. That was, we got to step our game up. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, really yeah, good. other than that, it was great. What about you, Coley? Oh, my God. Um, week was really bland, but I did have Friday off, and I went to Las Vegas with Nick. We had a – I had a bachelorette party. He had a nice. bachelor party. I told you my best guy friend's yeah. getting married. Good fight night weekend. Everything's like three Dude, times. Dude, 120,000 um, extra people there that weekend. Yeah. Traffic was off the hook. Like, anywhere we wanted to Uber, it took literally 10 more minutes than it should. Um, other than that, I had a great time. I roomed with some really cool chicks. Like, it wasn't, like, awkward. They are super fun. Shout out to those girls. Um Got into some clubs, got annoyed by some dudes. Um, <laughs> Sounds like Vegas. Yeah. Paid, yeah. you know, almost 20 <laughs> bucks a drink. Hey, what uh, what time of the night was that? You were getting annoyed by dudes? Almost five in the morning. Yeah, that sounds about right. That's yeah. right in the range. Literally. Uh, some guy asked my name and I was so annoyed with him at this point. I oh, said, what's your Vegas name? I said Autumn. Oh, there you go. You just <laughs> and, got yourself a Vegas name. Yeah, and he looked at me blankly and I was like, like the season. And he just was like, oh. Okay. He's like, I'm sorry, did you say Cezanne Inez? <laughs> Cezanne Inez. Winter. Oh, and Melissa was like, what should my name be, Beth? And I'm like, no, then they're yeah. going to call you Big Beth. Go yeah. with Beth. No, no, Beth sounds cool. No, Summer. Tiffany. Who's spring? There's enough Tiffany's know. out there. I the said Tiffany. <laughs> Tiffany and Autumn. <laughs> Tiffany and Autumn. That's cool. That's that sounds good. good. They sound like, like a bunch of, that's a good like, combo. Like, yeah, they sound like classy broads. <laughs> Dakota. That's a good one. I like that one. Misty. Like Dallas. Misty Mountains. Dallas. I always mm-hmm. like the Dallas. Yes. So, uh, yeah, that was a... Uh, Hard time scoring when you're in Dallas. <laughs> yeah. Oh! No and shit. The, the, the other best part of the weekend is we did meet up with the boys for a couple hours at the MGM pool. And uh, Steve-O, shout out, was wearing the Borat bathing suit. <laughs> Uh, under his board shorts and then he took his board shorts off for a hot lap around the lazy river and lick, about lick, lick my balls. 15 seconds in the, the lifeguard's like you no get out put your shorts on you can't wear that here the lifeguards got involved the yeah. lifeguards in called Vegas? him out that's crazy he couldn't wear a, I thought his it was like hot all lap. goes everything goes mm-hmm. so. right. he must have really been smuggling a peach well you know and, and if i can get permission uh, to post, I do have a picture of him in it. You got permission. <laughs> I have to yeah. ask him. You can blur you out permission. his face. Yeah. <laughs> Wiley, how was your week? Uh, it was terrible. Um, well, <laughs> compared to yours, you guys had an amazing week. Um, we had, at my quote-unquote day job, the, uh, the job that pays for all the beer, um, we had a consultant in town doing... Cons- consultant Doing things? computer stuff. And I was stuck in class for like eight hours a day Ugh. for computer stuff while I had a ton of stuff I had to do. Hmm. So it was actually more stressful than I would have liked. Didn't you have so. that last week too? Was yeah. it, this has been continuation? Well, just it's, it's an implementation of this gotcha. massive software that mm. takes over. It's basically the brain of the company. Wow. And I'm, I'm the project manager for it. So I have to do, I have to be there. Gotta I, be I there. just got to be there. Just got to do it. Um, our go live date is November 5th, I think. So, after that, it's going to be a whole lot better. Nice. Um, but up until that point, um, you know, is what it is. So until then, I'll I'll go hang out on uh, Sunday Funday football. <laughs> well, that's why you got that kegerator to come home yeah, to. Yeah, the Beer Medic 5000, baby. And Darbs. I tell you what. So it could have been better, but um, I only won one of my fantasy leagues. Uh, uh, oh, in, only, in one. One. only one. Only one. Yeah, just only one. Yeah, only just one. So it could have yeah. been better. Because I lost both. Me too. No, no it was not, uh, not bad. The uh, Cowboys won. Which is good. Yeah. Uh, pretty good uh, football he, Ezekiel didn't get any enough points. I don't give a shit. Yeah, I wasn't. I have him on the 15th <laughs> no, as well. He did not. <laughs> I'm stoked for you. You know, I've <laughs> so. got a couple of Dallas fans that are close to me as well. And uh, hey, you know, good for you guys. Yeah, it's not. It's going to be a long season. Yeah. <laughs> it is. We'll celebrate the little victories. How's that? For sure. So, anyways, uh, you guys ready for some news? Always. Let's move on to the news. 
Spanning the globe to bring you all the news that's fit to booze to, this is the Booze Line News. KBCE, Booze League Radio. We've got a lot of stories coming from across the pond this fine day. Really? We do. They just kind of ended up flowing into each other and just kind of being a thing. I love it when that happens. So, you know, there it is. So let's move on to number one. Hold on. Queen and Country. Bollocks! Bollocks! I was going to lose my bollocks and cock. Okay, so story number one across the pond in jolly old England. Uh, Britain's oldest person reveals the secret to a long life is a dram of whiskey a day as she celebrates her 112th birthday. Good God, and a quarter. A dram? Old, Can yeah. you break down what a dram is? A uh, dram is a uh, cup, I guess. Okay. Um, right. I'm sure there's an official rating on that somewhere out how, there. How do you spell it? Siri. D-R-A-M. We have okay. Google machines, I'm sure. So let me know... Uh, Unless it's in metric, in which case, uh, you know, let's be American. America. <laughs> America. Uh, her name is Grace Jones. She's known to her friends as Amazing Grace. Reached the landmark age of 112 after the death of Olive Evelyn Bohr from Felix Stowe, Suffolk. Bollocks! I think she probably Back took her out, dude, for the fame. Maybe. That's she might have. She's like, dude. now, you know, it's like two women in or one woman leave. <laughs> but by coincidence, and you might be right, by coincidence... <laughs> The previous old, the previous oldest woman in Britain, was also named Grace Jones, and she died. What uh, that all about? I don't know. She died at the age of 113. I think it's because they like the actress, the black chick that's tall, that looks like a dude. Oh yeah, so she, much. She was in. Uh, was it? Is it like no? Not uh, you do uh, a kill. You do a kill. Yeah, uh, James and, Bond and one of the uh, Mad Max movies too, right? Yeah, she was. That's right. I think it was Beyond Thunderdome. No, she might have been Beyond Thunderdome with Tina Turner. I don't know. Oh, yeah. She was in something uh, something where she was like a big badass. (laughs) I am very lost in this conversation right now. Grace Jones. They're either uh, two old English chicks or one giant black chick who can kick your ass. Totally. Grace Jones is badass in that uh, Bond movie. It was awesome. Oh, I found the measurement. Okay. One U.S. fluid dram is 0.125 U.S. fluid ounces. So it's only like. Not a much. No. She needs, I think she probably had a little more. She probably had more of a tipple than a dram. Oh, jeez. Maybe even a top. Um, <laughs> Maybe even a top. It's uh, like dipping your thimble. tongue in the bottle. It's just like a uh, like a little tongue lick. Yeah, no, no. She. I'm sure she had more than that. Based on what I'm about to read to you. Amazing Grace says her longevity is due to a nightcap of famous grouse single malt whiskey every evening. For the last two years, a nightcap is way more than a dram. Wait, wait. She attributes her old age from the last two years of doing this? Would no, she, would last she... 62 years. Oh, I thought you said two years. No, no, no. 60 and two. Of famous grouse single malt whiskey every night for the past uh, 62 years. That's okay. impressive. She was born in September of 1906. Think about that for a second. Jeez. Right? That's Holy insane. hell. Uh, in Liverpool, England, uh, only five years after Queen Victoria died. You know, Queen Victoria lived during Edgar Allan Poe, mm-hmm. you know, the Victorian age. Five years after she died, uh, this young lady was born. Uh, side note, natives of Liverpool are called Liverpudlians, um, which confused me when I first read this article. 
<laughs> I'm glad you cleared that Butlians. up, though. But just to give some more perspective on her life, she wed at the age of 27 in 1933. Wow. Yeah. At the age of 37? Uh, 27. Oh. Gotcha. Married for 53 years before he passed away and uh, at the age of 79. She's lived through two world wars and 26 prime ministers. Damn. That bitch is old. And she's, uh, <laughs> she's 112. And she, yeah. And she looks old, but she doesn't look old. You know what I mean? Like, she kind of looks like she's there. So she's not like... Like a dehydrated apple no. face. No, okay. that drama whiskey, bit, but then. Yeah, it's the drama whiskey. But she now lives in Worcestershire. Um, and she says, I never miss my nightcap. All I have is whiskey at night. So she doesn't even eat dinner, apparently. Whiskey is good for you. I started having a <laughs> nightly tot hey, started having a nightly tot of it when I turned fifty. So I've been having it every night for the last sixty years, and I certainly have no intention of stopping now. My doctor said, Keep up the whiskey, Grace. It's good for your heart. So Ooh. Awesome. Drink whiskey nice. for life. <laughs> like that. There's a whiskey's good for you song that's really popular that uh, this guy Finhead plays. It's awesome. I don't know if it's. Yeah, I'm sure you could find it. Whiskey's good for you. Whiskey is good for you. No, maybe something like that. I don't know. No, <laughs> maybe it's. You sound I'll like really look. like you know it, and then you go to sing Where's it, and you're like, good for you. <laughs> maybe it's uh, maybe it's something else. I was, thinking, I was confused. Maybe have a dram or two. <laughs> maybe a dram or two. Yeah, for sure. It'll we should me. just make our own whiskey song. Help me remember. It. <laughs> <laughs> All right, for the next one, I'm gonna put a little soundtrack on. Nice. When your legs don't work like Ed Sheeran, an English fellow. An English carrot, really. <laughs> With the worst haircut you've ever seen. Uh, this song is called Thinking Out Lewd. I'm sorry, Thinking Out Loud. Thinking Out Lewd. Thinking Out Loud. So that's actually the title of this particular news article. Thinking Out Lewd. Randy Swingers claim they've been having secret rompings in Ed Sheeran's garden. <laughs> Ed Sheeran's sprawling country estate has become a magnet for sex-mad exhibitionists. The estate in the ancient English village of Dennington only has a population of 578, so people actually probably have to actually travel there to uh, to get it on. Swingers are using a website, the English call it a dogging website, as it were, to plot and brag about having sex on his property. One couple said they sneaked in and did it on his lawn in front of other swingers. So they had a group come in and had a little uh, sex show. They wrote on the website, anyone up... Anyone up for meets with me and my sexy partner, we are into risky exhibitionist stuff. The edgier, the better. He then continued and said, sneaked into Ed Sheeran's garden the other week and did it on his lawn with a select bunch watching. Bet that would have made him blush. Wow. Bollocks! The wife was hoping he'd come join in. Uh, one woman was bragging that she flashed her boobs at Ed before running off for a sex session somewhere on his land. Oh my god, these a, people. A source close to Ed told The Sun Online, Ed is no prude, but his security guys have got to nip this in the bud. It's his backyard and not somewhere where people can just get their sexual kicks. Dude, he should just do like a live video cam and charge fools like a monthly fee. And right? then they, it could be like my backyard. The the. Just put up a sign somewhere <laughs> leading in going, this property is videotaped and broadcast. <laughs> so it fulfills all the legal requirements. <laughs> oh, my God. So Ed Sheeran, uh, I guess the takeaway, Ed Sheeran's uh, fed up with people having sex on his lawn. That's hilarious. <laughs> Maybe he's just not getting enough attention himself. Well, no, he's uh, got, uh, what's her name, Cherry Seaborn or Cherry Searborn or something. It's like nice. been his long time oh, gotcha. chick or whatever. Speaking of sex and England... 
story number three. Okay. People keep trying to have sex with his pensioner's hedge, and he's mad about it. A hedge. Like a, a hedge. Like a bush. Yes. A bush. How did I not notice that before? Yes, like a Because <laughs> I'm on it. That's pretty good. That's hilarious. pretty good. <laughs> pretty, pretty, pretty good. By the way, we're a half hour in. Is it time for round two? I yes. feel like we need to get this shit going. Oh, shit. We have a, all kinds of different things, too. All right. Yes. All right. Round two. You want Let's me to do go it. load it up? Or load her up. Now load it up. All right. Round two. I'll have another. I'll have another. <laughs> it's a trap. Give me two. Give me two. Cool. I'm slamming him tonight. Utah, give me two. Whew, I am slamming him tonight. Damn. <laughs> Whole lot of Oktoberfest over the past week or so. I know. Anyways, oh, so uh, people keep trying to have sex with this guy's hedge, and he's mad about it. Here's uh, partially what he has to say about it. But climbing on top of it, <laughs> pulling her legs apart, you know, it's disgusting. I don't know. I think the hedge was asking for it. <laughs> it was really, she just it was trimmed the inappropriately. No okay. clothes on. Come on. This is Keith Tyson. He says his privet lady, I, don't, I assume that's a type of hedge carving. I don't know. Um, shaped like a reclining woman is constantly being damaged by disgusting people climbing on top of her at night. How's she reclining? Like on all fours? Well, yeah. Well, no, no. It's uh, she's Probably laying back. back. Oh, she's laying back with, like, um, her, with her legs up or spread. Just or kind sp- of like you know, with her hand behind her head and oh. her legs kind of like you know, reclining position. It started off as a Greek god, but Tyson opted to turn it into a reclining woman back in two thousand. Yeah, that's a big move, it, Tyson. It was, that's <laughs> hey, damn, dude. But only that's recently, a bold maneuver. Only recently did things go downhill. He continues his story. I blame the internet. down to about four thirty in the morning. And there was a guy on top of her, and you know, it was just I love kind the music of in the going through the motions. We need some shit like that, dude. <laughs> I mean, it makes me feel a bit sick, really, because uh, I'm thinking, no, no, it's just not, not the way to behave, you know, in lots of ways. But I don't want them to behave like that with my private lady, you know? <laughs> She's too private, or private, <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> She's oh too private. She's too private or private. <laughs> but uh, Tyson is a um, an arborist, I think they call him. Um, yeah. or He's a, a tree to- fucker. Yeah. Topiarius. No. He just wants it for himself. Now, you know, <laughs> let's not throw this around here. <laughs> Bush. So he has like an arboretum. Isn't that what like arborists are well, all the, the plants and the flowers and the Yeah, trees? I always thought that those were. I just can't stand someone else. Fucking me private lady. Yeah, no. <laughs> well, think about it, though. You have this hedge. And by the oh way, my God. let me add a little more context to uh, to Tyson's love of... Uh, Bush. He's been sculpting that hedge for 40 oh God, years. It gets better and better. Over, like, oh, every week I'm he sculpts sure that hedge. He does. He actually studied at the Royal College of Art in London in the 1960s. Oh, Christ. And has won awards Praise for one his, of those guys. his shrubbery <laughs> designs. I, was, I, was, I got accepted in that school, but I turned him down. You didn't want any bush? Yeah. I had enough. I was just, you know. Give me two. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so um, yeah, start <laughs> wow. off as a Greek god, and then I guess Tyson put some boobs on it, and then, but I mean, imagine you're you're sitting there and you hear this sh- this rustling outside your window, and you look and someone's <laughs> someone's thrusting on your bush. Someone's giving it a good old jolly rogering. Yeah, a little bit of a rogering uh, down below. I was gonna lose my bollocks and cock. God, what? Right. I mean, oh, 
I just. I've been saving that story for a while now. It's a good one. And uh, I came back across it, so to speak, like someone on that. Uh, one time I pushed Steve-O into a bush at Moorpark College. He said something. It like annoyed me. Like it, he was being funny. Were you guys walking at the time? We were walking down the stairs and, and like we got down the stairs and I just like shoved him in the bush. And then, the no, then I continued to um, exclaim, don't be upset. That's the only bush you've seen in years as all these people were passing. And it was good times. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Nice. That's a really good little comeback. Thank there. you. <laughs> all right. We got one more uh, news story. I'm going to take it away from England, though, because I think how do you top uh, a shrubbery sex? So we're coming <laughs> back to the U.S. Florida man, Florida oh man, boy. there's no one like a Florida man, the dumbest in all the land. There's no one like a Florida man. They got lots of haters and lots of alligators. They really probably should be banned. Florida man, Florida man. Back to Florida. Um, I got to be honest, uh, as of earlier, like know, a few hours ago, it was only going to be those three English stories. <sighs> Florida never disappoints. But then God bless somebody DM'd us on uh, Instagram. Shout out to Zach. Uh, we're actually getting ready to post an article by Zach who specializes in cigars and uh, beer. Oh, how wonderful. So that'll be a really good article. But um, he was uh, kind enough uh, living in Florida to uh, shoot us over a story. <laughs> yes. From a uh, town in Florida called Niceville. Dude, that's the worst head I've ever seen. And I've watched a lot of points. Look at this. How dare you? I'll never get to that. Anyways. <laughs> God damn it. I'm going to have to go pour it again after. Uh, Just let it sit there. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. A little, little bit in the bottom of the glass. Uh, sorry, Sandro, uh, our, our resident beer guy does not know how to pour a beer, apparently. Anyways. Oh, man. So uh, this comes from Niceville, Florida. Drunk, naked Florida man sets house on fire while trying to bake cookies on his George Foreman grill. Oh, <laughs> God. That is just a wow. mashup of wonderful. There's a whole lot going on there. Yeah. Uh, Niceville, which, again, every time I read that, I'm like, they're like, what should we name this town? I, mean, I want it to be nice. Niceville. Good. Nice. <laughs> I mean, what the hell? Anyways, Niceville uh, firefighters responded to a smoke-filled home around midnight on August 27th. They found James Gregory Cunningham, 53, in the nude as smoke billowed from his house. Cunningham opened the door, said, I'm sorry, closed the door and went back into his house. What? Firefighters called the cops for help. And when they arrived, Cunningham, still nude, allowed them to enter. Uh, The police dispatch actually had a line. Getting him some pants now. (laughs) So, yeah, that actually happened. Uh, firefighters were able to determine the blaze came from the cookies Cunningham was trying to fry up on that lean green gorilla machine. When the cookies caught fire, Cunningham threw towels on top of it to try and staunch the oh. flames, and then they also caught fire. Smart. Yeah. Smart move. When Dry towels. towels. Dry towels will take care of it. <sighs> wow. Now, uh, Cunningham does admit to drinking two <laughs> liters of vodka and smoking some weed. Smoking some <laughs> weed. So, Wait, two liters? For two liters of vodka. That's quite a... Just for reference, those massive Oktoberfest mugs are a liter. So he basically drank two of those of vodka and then smoked up some of the Mary Jane. Alcoholic much? Good <laughs> lord. He's, uh, he's Florida man. What do you want? Florida man. But uh, he was unhurt, but he was removed from his home for his own safety. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, 
That's anyway, crazy. Yeah. So that is uh, that's our news for the day. And that's the way. I wonder if that's like the news goes. Home ec in like Florida, like county schools. I feel like you missed that class. <laughs> I just <laughs> a bit. Uh, yeah, the fact that you can't. Okay, I've done a dumb thing though. I was taking a hit off a bong when I was like 19, mm-hmm. and I coughed a little bit, and I I blew, blew I blew the cherry I blew oh, the cherry nice. onto yeah. my yeah. bed, and then I grabbed Ooh. it with a tissue and I threw it in my trash can. And before I knew it, my trash can was on fire. <laughs> Damn. And then my friend put it out with a can of diet cherry vanilla Dr Pepper. Holy wow. woman, holy woman, holy woman. That was almost gonna turn into a hard come down. Right no, there. I know. <sighs> wow. But yeah, so it was stupid of me, right? Because I grabbed a tissue to put out the cherry That's and so it funny. burned through the tissue and my trash can was like, Phew. Well, I, I kind of get it because you're just trying to get it off your bed. Mm-hmm. You're like, whatever this is, get it the hell off my bed. Yeah. But then I forgot about it well, when I threw in the trash and then we're like, Been there. <laughs> Must have been some good shit. I'm like, something's burning. You know? <laughs> <laughs> stupid. Anyway. <laughs> you smell cookies? Is that your George Foreman? <laughs> <laughs> right. Now pouring. Here we go. The booze cast. The booze cast. Oh, it's just that's it. Just that's pouring. All right. Well, hello, everybody. <laughs> and now you're pouring. Yeah. Nice. Well, I'm gonna. You know, you're not gonna get naked and try and cook cookies tis, later, tis right? This, I don't know. We still got a few more minutes. Cookies left. sound delicious they right do now. Sound pretty good. Why don't you make some cookies? <laughs> All right. So here's what we got going. Thank you so much for getting this Oktoberfest beer. It is that Cheers. time of year. It is. Oh man. Uh, my boss man Scotty went there last year. He celebrated his tenth year anniversary with the company. Then that's what they do. They send people to Oktoberfest to go Dude. enjoy themselves. And he said Sounds it was amazing. quite an experience. Uh, you go in for six hour sessions, and just like uh, Wiley said, you drink by the liter. So that's like a big ass mug of beer. And uh, you wear lederhosen, you sing songs, you dance, and you eat. And yeah, their beer is just like lager. That's light, super mm-hmm. easy to drink. Um, yeah, and pretty much you can't get another one. Their rules are like really strict. You can't get another mug of beer until yours is like completely done. Like I mean, like there's not a drop in it, and then you can get another one. So he said he probably like in a session. I would totally feel like that. Right, in a good session, maybe drank like five, four, five, or six somewhere in that ballpark. And then got hooked up. He got to go back again um, in the next morning. Like some friends invited him. They had some spots open. So it's it's crazy. It's full. Like I mean, there's spots. You have to reserve your space. It's a full ordeal. Um, you can go on Oktoberfest.com and get all that if you wanted to go. But um, do you want some uh, polka music playing behind this? I can find you, okay. Some. So you know what's interesting is that a side note is is while he was inside the German tents for Oktoberfest, he never heard one German song. Really? They don't play one fucking German song. Well, I know they love John Denver. Yeah, that's what they like. Sweet Adeline, Piano Man, like how they, weird. That's all they play are those corny songs that everyone sings like so together. So it's so different than here because yeah, they, they always play polka music. Of course, and yeah. then like the one in uh, Big Bear, they do like the log yeah. song. Oh yeah, and the nails and all that. Like yeah, yeah no. so that's like parts of it that you know I think really traditionalists like keep alive. But when you go there, like, it's just a huge party. Hmm. And you're sitting there drinking, eating. Oh, I bet the sauerkraut's so good yeah. there. Here's some uh, some cool stats from Oktoberfest. The uh, the event spans over 256 acres. It's funny, I had to do, like, some mathematics breakdown wow. on, like, what the hectares were on that. <laughs> wow, <laughs> look at you. 256 acres. Um, there's 14 large tents, 20 small tents. Seating for a hundred thousand of you and your oh closest friends. Oh my god! 
And overall, through the season, there's about 720,000 visitors. Any ballpark on how many liters are consumed? Okay, I'm going to say... Oh, this is a big number, whatever it is. It's huge. Is it in tons? No. Five million. It's in liters. Five million. Uh, that's really close. It's a cool number here. Think like Bill and Ted. Oh, 69? Yeah. 69 million? 6.9 6. 9 million, million yeah, liters of Oktoberfest lager are consumed. And then the, the numbers on the variety of sausages, pork, shanks, chicken, fish, oxen. Oh, schnitzel. I mean, it's like like hundreds of thousands. Like, it's crazy how much they serve. But, uh, you know, okay. So, I'm guilty of this. When I get drunk at a place and I see a glass that I really like, I turn into a little bit of a klepto, and I'm not afraid to admit it. <laughs> I have st- I've I woken like up. Bars. I've woken up with many a mugs and glasses in my house, in my pockets, like, whoa, <laughs> nice, good one, you know? <laughs> so, people, of course, try to steal the mugs, and, um, man, they, of course, foil the attempts. They, uh, last year, they foiled over 100,000 attempts. Of people trying to like so they're, take they're the mug. An eye out. Oh yeah, they they want those back. They want to keep them going because, like I said, they have all those sessions that they do. Um, yeah, some other fun stuff too is like obviously you're all shit faced in a different country. Some of the things that you're gonna lose, you know what I mean. Some things that are found there at Lost and Found for Oktoberfest. Um, the top ten coming in at number ten, a walking stick. I guess walking sticks get lost a lot. You're fucked up and maybe you feel like you can walk better or you're carried out. Kind of makes sense though. That's kind of weird. Because I feel like every Oktoberfest I've been to has a super old German guy with a walking stick who eventually kind of throws it and starts yelling and having having the time of his life. And then uh, number nine, umbrellas. You know, maybe it's raining, maybe it's not. You just want the sun on your face but you get drunk and you leave it. Your bumber um, shoot. <laughs> That's you, very British. That. It's very British. That's awesome. Hello, hello, hello. Uh, number eight uh, on the most lost item list. Watches. Watches, I guess. Uh, you're just having so much fun that the thing flies off your wrist. <laughs> That's <laughs> so stupid. A watch. Check out my watch. It's I also think. the number one place where people find watches. I am. <laughs> <laughs> sure, <dude. That's> <laughs> No, it's the number eight place where people find oh, right. But seven is cameras. People will lose their cameras, which I don't even know people who still have cameras with I'm their like, phone. I'm like, so do they lose their silly. phone? Is that what they're people. saying? Well, well, let's see. Number six is purses. Number five is cell phones. Oh, my God. So, yeah. And then number four, keys, which you're going nowhere fast without those, right? Sounds like a nightmare. Number three, glasses. And that's like sunglasses, spectacles, everything. Like, glasses <laughs> are just <laughs> flying off people's faces. <laughs> <laughs> Number two are wallets, and drum roll, please. Any guesses on what the number one item lost in Oktoberfest year after year after year is? Virginity. Ha, that's a good one. Oh, <laughs> that was pretty good. Wow. That's good. I mean, that wasn't was it, but that was really good. <laughs> All right, we're going to reset and go to the one by, you know. hundred <laughs> percent. That's awesome. All right. Yes, Wiley, what is the number one thing people lose at Oktoberfest? I even wrote drum roll. <laughs> Damn. Uh, credit cards? Almost. IDs. IDs. Okay. Yeah, IDs. And thank you. That is uh, my Oktoberfest report. Wow, that's great. Sense. I'm sure those fools black out, too. Oh, yeah. Which, uh, fortunately, I, I did not this weekend. Do we want to tell uh, our Oktoberfest story? Because this happened shortly after me and you met. Oh, Jesus. It was a pretty fun story. <laughs> do we have Do we have time? Like, you know what? Yeah, 
for this, yeah. Do you want to do like a little little co-hosting? I can kind of give like a background. Let's do it. I, I will. Uh, I'll be the color analyst. All right. So, uh, TDN. <laughs> Tiny Dick Nick. His cousins uh, were super into Oktoberfest. They're really fun, really fun cousins, and they would get like a Greyhound bus. And we'd rent it out. It was like 40 bucks a person. We'd bring a keg on the bus and they would take us to Oktoberfest, wait for us and pick, take us home to their house, which was in Pasadena. All sounds amazing so far, right? Oh, it's the one at the Rose Bowl or something. It's there, Alpine right? Village. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah okay, Alpine cool. Village. All right. Torrance. Gotcha. Torrance. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, we left their house, uh, you know, drank on the way there, had a great time, you know, polka, clearly. Um, I don't know how much we drank. I hadn't well, known me, Wiley me, very long. Let me insert myself here. <laughs> That's what she said. Um, yeah, we'd only known you like a month. Yeah, maybe? less than a month. And I'm getting there like uh, is, is Steve, her uh, brother-in-law is like, hey, we're doing this thing with a cousin. We go to Oktoberfest. You want to come? You know, what have you? You can bring someone if you want to bring a friend. So I brought the other Greg Jones who's my little comedy partner. He's a, a giant Irish toddler. He's about six foot four, 300 pounds, giant head. And uh, he really does look like a giant toddler. Like, hey, let's go to Oktoberfest. So we show up. They're they're already like you know hitting the keg hard. So we yeah. start hitting the keg hard. And then it's time to go. A, a legit bus, like a Greyhound type bus, yeah. shows up. So of course, all of us muscle that keg on into there, and off we go down the freeway. We had to stop at the halfway food for there. less in like Compton or something. Yes, halfway there, the keg run. We killed a keg on the way to Oktoberfest and we're like at the bus driver all kind of half drunk hey we need to stop and get beer and so we pulled off that. somewhere in Compton the the whitest of the white blaring Oktoberfest music at a bus pull up piling out people are buying Bud Light and all the the, the shitty beers and, and like a whole bunch of bottles of Jaeger Dang. all came back on that bus drinking resumes and off we go to Torrance and so clearly the drinking continued there the bathroom situation got a little out of hand. Um, it wasn't really organized. There are a lot of people. You know, you're drinking beer all night. You have to pee. Um, for some reason, my brother-in-law, Steve, thought it would be a great idea to wear sandals. Ooh. Yeah, he. but you know what? Every Wyman, including your husband, Tiny Dick Nick, are big fans of the flip-flops. Mm. Yes, but at least like when we go out to something like that, Nick has the sense not to wear it. True, Like, true. I mean, come on. So Steve, I don't know what the hell. He, I think he kicked a trash can walking and just. That's at the end of the night, though. No, that, I remember still being in like line for the bathroom, and he's like, "My toes bleeding," and I was like, "No, we're in line to get back on the bus." It was at the but end was, of the night, but it was already it was still bleeding. I think he kicked it on a trash can on the way to the bathroom. Oh, because I remember someone slipped and fell in it as we're waiting to get <laughs> on the bus. <laughs> he slipped and fell in his blood. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that was so disgusting. So it happened. So you get in there, right? And we're already pretty hammered, and we get in there. And, and by the way. Alpine Village does a fantastic job of Oktoberfest. Nice. It is a massive tent, big old stage, a bunch of beer booths, amazing food. It is a great, great time. And we got in there. I remember I bought a commemorative mug. God knows. I don't know who owns it now, but I hope, you know, Via Candias, hope it's a good thing. I'm pros it. Um, but all night long, we're just, we're just, just liters and liters of beer just going down. And I don't remember if it was Nick or Steve that almost got in a fight in the bathrooms because he it like just cut, he had to pee really bad. It was Steve. Okay, there you go. Um, and things just started to slowly get a hand, but and you remember you're, you're corralling what 30 people trying to figure out how to get mm-hmm. them all back on like, and think about a herd of cats that oh would my be. God. So we end up waiting by the bus for quite a long time as Steve is bleeding out through one of his toes. And you know, when like drunk people get kind of like incoherent where they're like bobbing their head around and they're like, mm-hmm. that was most mm-hmm. like, yeah, that was like Steve with his bloody ass toe and oh, we're like, yeah. Steve, come on. And he's like, mm-hmm. 
you know, it's just like and someone slipped and fell in it. And, oh, by, so and the guy that I brought, Greg Jones, is over in a corner with someone rubbing his back as he's vomiting on the side of a building. And we all still have to get on the bus and go home from Torrance to South Pasadena at this point. Damn. So the bus ride home, I had a great time. I think you probably did. We we danced. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we people who vomited did not vomit on the way home, which is awesome. Is that when the bus driver hit the brakes really hard and Teresa slammed her head into the <laughs> bus? Or is that maybe a different time? Because we, we've done a couple buses. Part, okay, then it was medieval. I been, I'm not saying it didn't happen. It might have been medieval times with the same cousins on, on a bus. <laughs> Go on. Sorry. Sorry. sorry I get Bus my times. <laughs> so uh, we get back to the house. And by this time, Greg Jones, who is a massive man who had been vomiting, I didn't. I just kind of met them, so I didn't want to be, hey, you brought that guy, huh? You know, I didn't want to be that guy, right? So I'm like, hey, <laughs> go lay on the lawn. Just lay on your side on the lawn. So I figured whatever, he throws up on the lawn, no big deal. <laughs> this drunk mofo goes and lays literally in the doorway right across the front door. And he's a... He's, he's on the grass, though, but like on the walkway. He was on the grass. Oh, he was. Okay. Because Uncle, Uncle Jim I heard came out. People had to step over him to get away. And he's like, he stands a good two and a half, three feet almost. Like He's like just a big, he's a wall of, of ginger Irishmen laying there. As, and there are people like, hey, does that guy belong to you? And I'm like, yeah, I guess he does. So, yeah. Um, and Nick's Uncle Jim was like, um, your your friend's passed out on the grass in the front yard. And we look and we're, he's like literally face down, like on the walkway, <laughs> like halfway in the grass. And we we're like, oh my God. I'm like, oh, he'll be fine. Just let him sleep it off. I look at Wiley. I'm like, is he going to be fine? Like, I just told these people. Like, I mean, oh, man. So that was uh, a, a mere weeks after Good me enough. and Coley had met. Damn. That was uh, our Oktoberfest experience. Nice. And strangely, I really want to go do it again because that was a great time that Sounds night. Sounds fun. I had so much fun that night. Yeah, but we need to figure out like a, again, like a, we either stay out there. Yeah. And we Uber, but because it's too far from Torrance to here. That's true. That's true. We'll figure that out. Yeah. Well, like minor details. <laughs> minor details. But see, we remember it. We didn't. We didn't black out. Nice. But um, I'm going to discuss what actually happens when you black out. And again, I'm so proud of myself for this weekend in Vegas. Didn't do it. Nice. Right. But I was going to say, if you are roughly 99% of the population, or even like me, most of the time, yeah, uh, you've experienced that horrible feeling of waking up after a night of partying hard and not remembering anything that's happened. And it, um, it's actually, it's really dangerous. Because it's the fastest way to destroy your body. I know, like brain cells. It's (laughs) kind of sad. Well, I I thought about it because I was like, what am I going to talk about this week? And I was like, let's talk about how I didn't black out. And I'm like, wait, let's talk about what happens when you actually do black out. Because I feel like I black out all the time. Yeah. So you get what's called transient amnesia. And it's when you drink so much, you black out. The alcohol blocks your brain from forming memories. So you're still walking around and doing stuff, but you don't remember any of it. Hmm. Which is 100% true because my mom says I am highly functioning. (laughs) <laughs> and I don't recall it. Yep. I've called Ubers. I've herded everyone in the car. And my mom's like, how are you doing this? And I don't know. <laughs> Survival. Um, yes. And then your hippocampus is what's shutting down. So the hippocampus is an emotional center of your brain. And when you fill it with booze, it completely shuts down. This can have varied effects ranging from memory loss to a loss of motor functions as well. Okay. You um, get very emotional. So they say your emotions kind of come on strong. When, cause, because alcohol is a depressant, a small amount of it seeps into your brain from your bloodstream, and that covers your cerebral cortex. Your cerebral cortex is responsible for processing, processing all of your sensory information and your thoughts. When alcohol goes to your brain from the bloodstream, it disrupts the normal flow of your neurotransmitters. I know this sounds like a science lesson. Wow, this Sorry, is a whole guys. Lot of science. Bill Nye. But it's, it, the example <laughs> is the more you drink, Coley Wise. the more. <laughs> Well, but here's the broken down easy part. The more you drink, the more your emotions begin to come out. 
So if you're really sad, you get super sad. Yeah. And if you're really angry, you probably can turn into like a homicidal maniac or something. I've heard also that um, it's not that alcohol slows your brain down per se. It's that um, specific things can only get by at one time. I don't know. I hope I'm not. So there's like a I'm traffic jam. Well, in a way. Yeah. So the, that's where you get the, when you focus on things. Mm-hmm. I love you, man. It's not that you're, you're working slower. It's that you can only focus on that. And hey, mm-hmm. I Sounds. love you, man. You know, or if something's bumming you out. That's all you can focus That's on. That's true. You can't get it, you can't get mm-hmm. off of it. So they even like they've done studies in Norway that show like the more you drink, uh, you get increased violence. Um, oh, just just like the zebra fish from last week. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh, the best sushi I've ever I had. Really remember? Delicious. Delicious. <laughs> Your good decision making goes out the window. Um, example: making phone calls you don't want to make or. Calling nine one one when you don't need it. Max, changing yeah. your fantasy team. Yeah, yeah. or like I, I said, calling nine one one when you don't <laughs> need it. Come on. <laughs> there, like I've heard stories of people calling nine one one to help uh, them or help find their, their car. Campers, right? <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait. Was that in Florida though? I don't know. Probably. Are, are you sure that wasn't in Florida? I'm not, Florida man. <laughs> I'm not sure of anything. I've, had a, I've had a couple like sketchy moments where I'm like woke up and like what? What? Get, what? Like, well, I, but that was when I was really young and had no responsibilities. Well, it's usually you know. I miss those days. Those <laughs> the glory days. A few times a year for me. I literally like I, I don't know. Uh, was, My metabolism just doesn't process alcohol that fast anymore. Thirties uh, for a female is difficult. Uh, your blood alcohol levels shoot through the roof. Mm. So they say it's normally high to begin with, but when you're blacking out, it can spike to mm. somewhere above 0.15, which is twice the legal limit. Wow. The recorder in your brain shuts down, so you can try as hard as you want to try to remember what happens. But uh, when you're blackout drunk, you can't remember. You'll never be able to recall, which is like super scary to me. That's why you get people writing, like drunk people writing notes to their sober selves. Oh, those are funny. Uh, Which are funny, but <laughs> yeah. I wonder if those they come funny. through like in your self-conscious or like in, you know when you're dreaming or some shit, or some come out later and you're right? like, "Deja vu." About, you're yeah. like, oh, I don't know. It says you. It said you won't be able to remember anything. It's gone. Oh, oh, it's gone. just like there. done. They're in there. Sandro's gonna <laughs> crack him. He's gonna crack the egg of blacking <laughs> out. Crack an egg of knowledge. The egg of blacking out. So I can make an omelet. We haven't talked about that. In a while. <laughs> the Danver. <laughs> Danver. The Danver blackout omelet. <laughs> I'd, sign me up. It's Can got we have black, one now. It's got That's black so forest ham. It's got like. And you drink it after Black Tuesday. Oh, see, <laughs> look, we got this. We do. This has to become a thing. Okay. Play Mount, Mountain Mama in the background too. Oh my god. <laughs> that would be perfect. Uh, you can also. Ex- John Denver's full of shit, man. <laughs> you can also exhibit uh, signs of sleepwalking. Mm. And they said some people. Who, I believe that. Actually. Some people who black out experience that. It's not technically sleepwalking but it's like a form of it because you're functioning yeah. walking around and you may have gone to bed and woken up and still done it not remembered yeah like uh peeing in a hamper yeah i've yes. seen it a lot too man actually like, it said and it, and it does it, happen it, it, that it ha- for some reason peeing happens a lot i think because your body's evacuating peeing, it peeing was one of the things i read <laughs> it was so. said it said you're gonna mark your territory all over the place and i was like oh, <laughs> oh shoot man uh, you can also get yeah, alcohol now. alcohol poisoning. That can be really, really oh, just, likely. Cause, you're so drunk, you just don't even Yeah, if you're like, getting blackout drunk, they, uh, you're 70% more likely to end up in the ER. 
See, I'll throw up before that. I like, do too. I'm, ju- I'm such a puker. Me, like, oh, just, me too. I'm not, yeah, yeah. I, I rarely. I can't remember the last time I actually puked from booze. I puke <sighs> and then just keep drinking and puke. I wish I could remember the last time I didn't puke cycle. from alcohol. <laughs> Did you puke over the weekend? I actually wasn't hungover and didn't like. I I behaved myself. I had a good time, but I behaved myself. Damn. My my roomie, my bunkie, if I will. No. I shared a, a bed with this uh, really nice girl named Julia. And, the last night when she woke up in the morning, she's like, how did I get home? I was like, oh, she blacked out. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it can also cause brain damage, which is really sad. And it's a well-known fact that drinking to excess can cause that. And mm. I guess especially blacking out. Brain uh, damage? Yeah. <laughs> Body aches and pain. When you drink al- alcohol, your stomach releases hurts, en- <laughs> endotoxins. <laughs> and... Um, the endotoxins in your bloodstream steal all the nutrients from you, and it makes you have body aches and pains. She's in the totally describing Monday for me right now. Ulcers? <laughs> what about ulcers? <laughs> Ew. Ew. It, multiple alcohol-related blackouts can lead to a good chance that your stomach's releasing an excessive amount of stomach acid. Yes. I know, yeah. and that causes inflammation, leading to ulcers. And ulcers can do anything from filling your stomach with blood to like punching a hole in your stomach lining. It's kind of funny. I'm listening to this as I'm drinking, drinking drink. beer. I know. Give me two. And then the last, the <laughs> last thing, bringing it back to a couple drafts ago. You ready? Do you, can you guys guess? I'm ready. Any guesses? No. Shopping spree, bitches. Yeah, well, that comes back full circle. It does. I love it. <laughs> love it. So that's kind of like all the shit that happens when you black out, and it was really depressing for me to read. I mean, I was very proud of myself for not doing it this weekend, but um, since I, it happens so often to me, I'm. Like, do I, I'm, I hope I'm not getting dumber. Was that list kind of a wake-up call? <laughs> I was like, fuck. I can't <laughs> like, drink that much anymore. Maybe I need to move on. <laughs> but how did... I drank alcohol... Or not alcohol. Um, vodka all weekend, and I didn't... See, I think with that theory, alcohol. like, we're all graded on a curve. So you're probably way smarter than the curve, but the curve is always, like, ebbing and flowing, you know? But that's just what, what came to me on that. Well, I also feel that, like... It's a big playing field. When we talk a lot of science out, and math going on here. <laughs> we're talking about people, like, who really go deep. Like, there are times where I don't necessarily remember, but in terms of black... Like, when I would consider myself blackout drunk, it's been, like, two or three times, yeah. maybe. When I, when I mean, like, I don't remember shit, it's only been about two or three times. I um, get... I've gone to points... Yeah, but I mean, not recently. And I know we hang out. No, quite often, no, not so recently. But I think I, I don't think you've made yourself dumb, or at least not since yeah. I've met you. I maybe hope you're not. Dumb, I don't know, maybe you're dumb already. I don't know, but <laughs> <laughs> I am like, not dumb already. Shame, shame, shame. <laughs> That's what Yahoo told me when I lost fantasy this week. Oh yeah. Uh, by the way, dude, Yahoo Yahoo's is a jerk. Fucking savage. I know. Sassy. Oh they my are. god, dude! They are. Uh, we're gonna, I'm gonna kick the man while he's down. I huh? do have a point to, to. We're gonna do the booze and tug next, but uh, I'm like, God damn Yahoo! But uh, I told you, I know, you really were, mean. You were not incorrect. That's Mm-mm. brutal. Right on, Coley. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Booze League Radio. All right, so uh, moving on to the last piece of draft 39, uh, and this will be a quick one because I know we're uh, approaching an hour. Is it 38 or 39? 39. Oh. Does it say 38? Yeah, no, I just forgot to change oh, that. Sorry. <laughs> That's on me. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? Moving on to the uh, the very last thing that we're going to do, the old booze and tug update. The old booze and tug update. So, uh, you know, last week I won the uh, Charlie Sheen Award. Did not go well. 
Um, this week, uh, I did not win the, the old Charlie Sheen Award. Was it me? I think it was me. No, no, no. It was not you, Sandro. Was not that's, you. That's good. Hey, my just my how's your week just got a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> now I feel like I should have blacked out in Vegas because yeah, well, you know. Um, I shit the bed, didn't I? I'm not gonna go over everything here. I'll, you know, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go to the league here. I'm looking at my phone. I'm just gonna read off the standings uh, here in Booze League. Just draw it out. <laughs> yeah. So right now, here's here's why I have a problem as a as a Booze League person. Mm-hmm. The number one right now at a, after two weeks is Beauty and Beer on the unfiltered gentleman side. Didn't she auto-draft? Uh, actually, I don't know. I'm going up against them or whoever that entity yeah, is. Yeah, Nicole, yeah, Beauty week. and Beer. Um, <laughs> Two-pint conversion, Tug Jones, the, the tuggest of the Jones. Gentlemen. It's the tuggest, thuggest Jones. Droopy-eyed, armless children. <laughs> the tuggest, thuggest Jones. <laughs> <laughs> I almost feel like we could have like a little uh, Sarah McLaughlin song in the tug of the Jones. Nice, dude. But uh, he was number two. I think we should right each now. do one and see which one he likes the best. Yeah, we can make it a ringtone. Nice. Because they sell off a ringtone <laughs> right now. Or... Tugus, Tugus, Tugus Jones. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Somewhere right now, um, and I'm speaking in the future tense. He's driving to work right now, just like <laughs> with his hands on his wheel, trying to figure out if he should laugh or not. But uh, number three is Fear of the Champ, which is Dan off of the Unfiltered Gentleman. Jesus, they're crushing us. Yeah, one, nice. two, and three, is, and that's why I'm not a fan. Strangely, number four is Otter. Hey, Otter. Hey. All, right. All right, number four. Audrated. What did I say last Hyd- week? Otterated. Hyderated. Yeah, He's an otterated. Otterator or something. The otterated. <laughs> The auto-rated otter. Uh, number five is Scoot from Unfiltered Gentlemen. So out of the top five, we only Boo. have one spot. Uh, number six is the Guru. Number seven is you, Coley. So we're stacking the bottom five. Yes. Yeah, we got eight. You know what's not dramatic if it's not a comeback is all. Oh, thanks. Wait, what number was I? Seven. False sense of This is this is season wide. Yeah. You're number seven. Yes. Number eight is myself, Philip Livers, uh, the commish. Number nine is. Tiny Dick Nick. Wait, my, my number 10? Wow. And uh, you're number 10. <laughs> How did I not get the shit the bed award? Oh, because it's on a week-by-week week basis? Well, yeah, and you don't have the lowest score, but you are 0-2. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And, just, and unfortunately, you don't have as many uh, points as... Tiny Dick Nick. So that makes you uh, number 10. Um, yeah, points for you have 174. Nick has 196. Dang. So uh, this week, let's hurt, yo. This week, week two. Unfortunately, Coley, you oh, did win the Charlie Sheen Award. Of a Who bitch. did you play against? Uh, you, you a guru. Against the guru. Guru oh, crushed me like a guru. bunch of grapes in a barrel. But he didn't really. And here's why I'm, I'm a little sad currently. Uh, Scoot from Unfiltered Gentleman got 128, second highest score. Beauty and Beer got 130 as the highest score. You got the lowest at 75.4. I think I had Fournette in, and he, I didn't realize oh, he yeah, was Fournette out because, you know, I'd been drinking all damn weekend, and the Knicks like, Fournette's out, and I couldn't yeah, take him out. That's a, that's, you know what? And that happens. Shit, it is what really? it is, but I still have to award. Did you already drop him, or did you already move him? I haven't yet. I will. I'm, I'm, I was pissed. So I'm sorry, Coley, but I, I, I Give press, it to me. Bring it I on. I press this with a lot of love. Winning. 
the Carlos Erwin Estevez Memorial Award for shitting the bed. Droopy-eyed armless children. Dot com. Dot you love to party. I'm by winning. I don't know, man. I was banging seven gram rocks. I feel like the unfiltered gentleman should just win, or should uh, to buy buywinning.com and just be done with it. <laughs> I don't know why that sounds insulting, but it occurred in my head, so <laughs> I said it. Man, I can't believe I shit the bed. Sorry. Fournette, if you can hear me, screw you. What the fuck, right? You and your hamstrings, you son of a bitch. Yeah. You bastard. Just stretch it lick, out. Lick, lick my balls, bitch. So anyways, well, um, we're going to do this real quick because I'm getting ready to pour another one. Round three. Oh, I'll have another. This is uh, part of Hans. Hans Zuhimu. Raise your hands to God. Hans Zuhimu. <laughs> this is one of the best songs for Oktoberfest. Can everyone just raise your hands so I can sing it along? We have to go. We have to make it there. I'm done. Yeah, I'm, I'm so into that. That escalated quickly. So, anyways, uh, we are at the end of Draft 39. So, Wiley, by the way, I sent you an illustrated depiction of... Uh, oh, did uh, I get a drodoodle? Yeah, yeah, but uh, it's of Steve-O's banana hammock. Because, you know, we don't want to, like, put it out there if it's not, you know, if he's not cool with it. That's the sub. So, this is, like, the artist depiction that you would see, like, in a courtroom case <laughs> of so, a banana hammock. So. Some of my colleagues and I, two of them to be exact, were obsessed with bananas. And anything banana-like, and nice. that's why when you were talking earlier, I I was kind of rude, and I looked over at Saunders' drawing, and I was like, "Oh my God, you no, drew a banana!" It's, it's okay. It was the end of the news, and I apologize. <laughs> I just I got really distracted, and I would get distracted by that as well. I love bananas, and I looked, I'm like, "It's a banana hammock." Wow. Hey, this is Leon Bridges, right? That sounds good. Yeah, right, totally. cool. this is one of his mellower songs. Yeah, but what's because yeah, uh, this is up-tempo oh. stuff. Um, I was looking for something up tempo and I was not finding or something it. like that. One of them was born to lose. I figure we'll do this as the outro music. Born to lose? Yeah, if that's there, that's a good one. It's a hot one. That's a hot one. It's so hot. So hot. <laughs> so hot. Give me two. <laughs> Sorry, I literally forgot what you were saying. What was it called? Is it born to lose? I don't know. I might even be wrong. It's born to lose, I think. I, I know, guess. baby, I was born to run. No. Here are my arms. Been traveling it's like one of his newer jams right there. Here. Do this one. This guy's really chill. <laughs> I can see why you uh, took your wife to this on your anniversary, man. You wanted to get some. It's like taking her to Boys to Men. Girl. Wow, wow. I don't know if it's that. But yeah, he is super smooth, but he's also got some like kind of like higher tempo or stuff. Well, anyways, we'll play this the good. outro music. So it's a good one right there. I like Hey, so um, if you listen to this now, uh, go hug the one you love, go kiss the one you love, go poke the one you love. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's some loving going on here on the Blues Cast. Uh, this has been Draft 39. We'll be back for 40. Let's do Holy it. Hell. Oh, shit. Should we drink old. 40s for the 40th? It's not a bad idea. Kind of into that, Not a dude. bad idea. Maybe I mean, do, like, I do the occasional 40, 40 hands or something. I do the occasional 40. Yeah, but do we have anything good in a 40 that didn't No, no I'm saying, like, you know, pick your favorite. Hey, BYOF. She loves uh, boys' balls. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> oh, Tall Boys. It says Sorry. I love Tall Boys and it's a beer can. <laughs> it a, I noticed it earlier. It's a pretty sweet shirt. Thank you. And I was kind of sad that they took that idea before I could come up with it. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We yeah. can just delete this off the cast. They'd never know. There we go. Just make yeah, it. never know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, tune, us, tune in online if you want at boozeleague.com. We do have a bunch of in, extra information on the draft pages on the website. Follow us online. We want to hear more from you. That uh, Florida Man story actually came yeah. from somebody Thank sending you. us. What was that guy's name again? Uh, that is Zach. Zach Spears. Zach. Shout out to Zach. Um, we do want to hear more from you. Um, please talk to us on Twitter, at Booze League, on Instagram, at Booze League. Yeah, send us some us good online. stuff. Go ridicule the unfiltered gentlemen if you get a chance and let them know what a bunch of droopy-eyed, armless children that they are. Dot com. <laughs> <laughs> and we will see you on Draft 40. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. Cheers.